Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Danny's Summit. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Wednesday afternoon. Gotta admit, today I've been uh, kind of struggling on topics. Um, tried to do some research this morning and uh, my computer started smelling like something was burning. <laughs> I figured it'd be best to turn it off, unplug it before flames started shooting out somewhere. So, um, as a uh, mulled over multiple uh, attempts, but uh, today is really about that, you know, I made my promise to myself that I was going to do this every Wednesday, and, you know, I want to, you know, it's a very small task, um, but it means so much to me, and so I definitely want to make sure I keep myself on track, um, don't let myself slip, because um, I have a tendency to start things and then not finish it. Um, I definitely have a lot of house projects that I've started, like painting, um, stuff like that, furniture and stuff like that, and that I've uh, started it and then, eh, this is, I'm over it. And life happens, something, you know, and you just kind of move on. But anywho, enough rambling. Um, welcome to this sunny day. Um, you know, I was just sitting here doodling on my um, pad and, uh, you know, drawing has been a new thing for me in the past year. Um, not that I feel anyone would say my work is beautiful or elegant, um, but it has a uh, almost an alien quality to it. You know, and a lot of times when I'm drawing, I think back to that really American America is an alien nation, you know, unless you're full-blooded Indian, you know, you are, in, and really I've read where, you know, even they think some of the Native Americans came across, you know, and migrated down, so who's to know, um, unfortunately, um, you know, our history books or documentation um, only began once, the settlers came in, um, you know, so we, we all know and understand that our, all of our, um, all of our ancestors are from another country, you know, and that's part of our culture, um, something to be very proud of, you know, um, really America is the place of liberty, the whole point was, as, you know, of America was moving over, um, under the oppressive rule of the, um, of the government and the church and things like that and be able to move and start fresh and, you know, build your own really Eden here in America, uh, the promised land, if you will. Um, and, uh, you know, that's been used and, um, you know, sold throughout the history of America. Um, if you look back to a lot of the, um, migrations, you know, for, um, black slaves, you know, during the Civil War, things like that, you know, it's about, you know, come up here to the promised land up north where you can be free, you know, we needed workers, um, you know, so not meaning to get into a history lesson, but, you know, it's just, uh, you know, those are our roots, that's where we come from, you know, and the topic that I was uh, really kind of just really getting interested in, and it's something that um, every mother, grandmother, 
is going to have to take notice, you know, and parents, I'm talking parents in general, um, is, you know, this movement of the anti-racism um, teachings, you know, um, first of all, what is too young? You know, we want to cultivate a culture where we don't see race. Um, and, but then also, you know, have open dialogues where we can discuss it in a public forum without people getting so defensive and so much anger and strife. And then, you know, God forbid something else, you know, progresses. Um, but, you know, what age is putting the worldly burdens onto our children? It's too young. Um, I read this one article today where a four-year-old was aware of a racial um, inclined case. Um, so are they seeing that? Are we just naive? Um, we would hope. I mean, I would hope that, you know, families children are being cultivated in a nice, safe area um, to where they're not seeing racism and that, you know, they're not seeing colors. Um, but at the same time, we're only giving them examples up to a certain point. Um, from what I've read today when I was doing some of my stuff was um, everything is black and white. It was just about black and white, you know, racism against the blacks. Well, then we see in our news media racism against Chinese. In both cases that I've seen recently, the culprit was a black male. So, you know, we're driving this business, you know, Black Lives Matter. Um, but then we have these other really heinous acts you know, where, I mean, just an Asian men and women being tacked, and, and it's always elderly, seriously. I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, it's a, it's horrible, it's the lowest of the lowest. And, you know, it's reported on the news, but there's no big movement. You know, I saw on Netflix, they did have an Asian culture um, little thing where you could click on it and, you know, more learn more and educate yourselves um and it is really comes to you know all of us educating ourselves because the problem is a lot of these racism remarks thoughts actions those come from our homes you know what we breed and cultivate you know i still remember um you know my daughter you know in those toddler years and you know, she would pick up some of the funniest things, you know, that I, I remember one time I was driving and um, she, oh, this lady was going slow and I honked the horn. I was like, move, grandma, you know, and that just stuck with her. And of course, what does she do? She says something like that around my mom. Um, and then it's the conversation now, Danielle, why would she learn that? You know, that type of thing. Um, but it's, even easier with those, the racists, um, you know, and, and you see it everywhere. And, and it's not just black and white. We have to get to where we are a society, an educated society that is open to different cultures and, um, you know, and respecting them. You know, this whole cancel culture, 
you know, really, I mean, come on, do we, do we still have to keep feeding that? Um, how about we start educating? I really do. And, and we're going to do that through media. I think that's probably the biggest thing. You know, we're starting to see some movies where um, there is the roles are not played specifically. You know, they're not all white men or in, you know, with stereotypical um, culture links in it. Um, and that's nice. You know, it's normalizing just that we all at the core of us and the very fiber of our, fiber of our beings are the same you know, um, of nerve endings, of mass, you know, that you have a soul and, you know, that each and every person is precious and worth something, um, you know, so that's really going to be us, you know, educating ourselves, um, you know, and getting and saying something when someone says a stupid remark, you know, and, and it, being politically correct, I mean, come on. I mean, that would be like the biggest book ever. I mean, there are so many things now these days that people get upset about um, that really are just, you know, the rest of us are kind of scratching our head like, what? Um, but, you know, that's the society I guess we're going to live in for a little bit as we're seeing the movement and people are trying to adjust. But, you know, but once again, we're it, we're part of history and a very unique history compared to the history of histories. Our histories that we have social media um, where we can have more input of the everyday man. Um, it's out on the Internet. So, you know, it's forever there. Um, you know, 100, 500 years. I kind of wonder what they'll use all this uh, data for and what amazing things that they can do or not do, I guess. Uh, that is the question. But you and I won't be around there for it. But anyway, going back to the what is too young. Um, so I think it's going to have to start at home. And uh, I think that we definitely need to broaden this to be instead of it just being focused black and white, we need to focus on culture things. Um, that we can learn, you know, because just because we see a Muslim or someone from India or something like that, you know, we don't, we really don't know. And oftentimes we don't take the time to educate ourselves um, on their histories of their country. And, you know, maybe the reason why they do certain things a certain way, because it's very important to them. Um, you know, and I would always want to respect that. Um, and, uh, and definitely wouldn't want to hurt, you know, someone's feelings, but I still haven't answered the question, um, of too young or young, you know, I'm going to leave this one out to y'all. Um, I, you know, having those open conversations, I think in the grade school, um, you know, we've seen this today, what, you know, in the news, um, what do you guys think about this? You know, could that be a bad thing? We could probably learn something from them, you know, because kids have an amazing way of simplifying something. Um, but also that means that parents are going to have to be open to those conversations at the dinner table as well. Um, you know, maybe it'll bring us all closer as a uh, community. Um, you know, we've done amazing things in the last year. Um, you know, maybe that's the 
new way of where we come back to the tables uh, post-pandemic, and Lord knows we're all going to be ready to talk. So, and the news keeps giving us more and more talking points each and every day. So we shouldn't uh, lack for things, great things to say. But open hearts and open minds. And we'll be back right after this commercial break. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. So I figured I'd do something a little fun and light um, on the second segment here. So I've been married for 23, almost 24 years. Um, I've definitely had a lot of arguments um, during our years together. Um, I thought I'd share a few of, uh, I guess, some of our my best handiwork. My poor husband has put up with a, a lot with me. I am quite accident prone. Well, first of all, he is accident prone himself. Um, so what he does on his own, God love him, um, is quite astonishing. Um, but some of the things in my younger years, um, I didn't add <laughs> a lot of, uh, gentle love there. Um, so when we first got together, um, let's see here. Oh, I was pregnant and, uh, we had a waterbed and, uh, the side kept falling down the, um, wooden beam. So we're standing there and it's up against the wall and, uh, he's, he tells me to hold the screwdriver and he puts the handle in my hand and uh, he's to the left cornered into the wall. And then I have the wall window behind me right up against the bed. So I need to say I'm very close to him. So anyway, he's sitting there trying to adjust it. The whole thing just kind of falls, makes this big bounce, you know, boom sound. And I just swing up with at my hand swing up. Yep. The corner of that um, star bit screwdriver went into the corner of my um, husband's eye. It went straight in there. And you could see the perfect cross in his eye. Um, of course, I immediately start laughing, not noticing that it was quite as serious. But when I looked up and he had blood coming down his eye, I was like, oh, crud. <laughs> um, poor fella. Um Let's see here. I I did hit him in the throat uh, with a lunchbox once. Um, he thought it would be real cute after watching a scary movie to turn all the lights off and to try to scare me. And I gave him multiple warnings that it was a no-go. You need to turn the light on. You need to get away from me. And I had the remote in my hand. And I knew that wasn't good enough. Um, and I grabbed that one of those plastic lunch boxes and it was, you know, nice little cube size and pretty heavy, thick plastic and snatched that off the table and smacked him and caught him right in the throat. Um, oh, there was the arguing with a knife. Um, he was sitting there and, uh, I was cutting something up and arguing with him. Of course, I'm pointing with the knife. What does he do? He grabs it. He grabs the knife. So what's your instinct? Well, that's mine. Give it back to me. Hold it. Cut his hand open pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there was the shampoo bottle in the lip. Um, I was sitting there on the side of the tub shaving my legs. And we had this really old bathroom to where from the dining room, you could actually open a door. There was a 
two closets and then another door that opened to the bathroom. You direct line of the bathtub. Yeah, he thought it'd be hilarious to screw, uh, excuse me, squirt me in the back um, with a water gun. Man, I stood up, snatched up that <laughs> bottle of shampoo, and I just wung it. I didn't think it was even clear. And my husband just stood there looking at it. And he goes, he was thinking to himself, there's no way it's going to clear all three door jams. It did. Caught him right on the um, little crest, crevices of the lip. And it took a gash out. Um, I got to admit, I was pretty proud about that one. Um, I was mad. <laughs> Scary accuracy when you're mad. <clears throat> so... Those were all in our younger years, you know, probably the first five, six years um, that we were together. Um, uh, as the years grow on, uh, you, you kind of, you learn to adapt and we don't seem to fight like uh, we used to. But when, uh, that, you know, that's part of any relationship. But yeah, the poor guys had some uh, bruises from me. That's for sure. Um, but he always, you know, takes them in good patience with me. I got to give that to the poor fella. So, but anywho, you guys, I just kind of wanted to share a little quick happy story. I mean, those were some of the memorable moments in the past 25 years um, that kind of stood out. Um, so, but anyway, you guys have a blessed day, and I'll see you guys next week.